Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Propaganda Daily. This is episode seven. The mission. At this point, I want to re-circle back to my objective. It's been refined as I started going down this process, and I've been connecting and talking with many people on Noster. And I'm always trying to figure out what is my purpose here, what is my goal. I know the, at the fundamental level, I'm trying to do something for decentralization. I'm trying to do something for Bitcoin. I want to make value that helps people transition from the old system to new decentralized systems that will give freedom to people. And it started very much just the idea of propagandizing about what Bitcoin can do for the world, how it can liberate people, how we can fight against the central bankers' fiat system, and those that use that power that comes from infinite money printing to subvert and crush independence and free thought and free communication. And that is all still very true. That is still my goal. That is still the mission. But I have to refine that and rearticulate it. And this is sort of me thinking out loud a little bit here. There is no marketing campaign. There is no marketing company directly for Bitcoin pro se. There are companies that have attached themselves and that are directly benefit from Bitcoin and they may have funding and they more or less are attempting to push the positive narrative and work for Bitcoin for lots of different reasons. And I fully respect and support those that are doing this and the companies that are pursuing these goals. But they also normally have a core business and they have those interests they need to focus on. The Propaganda Daily project that we're basically here starting is purely information-based, is purely fifth domain-based of effective propaganda to educate people to the path of freedom. That is the sole purpose. It is the goal of myself and this effort to bring about hyper-Bitcoinization. It is to bring people into the Bitcoin Noster and other decentralized technologies. It is to liberate people from the digital gulags, from the uh, platforms of censorship, the corporate platforms that are vampires on your creative endeavors and provide very little in return. And that is the sole purpose of Propaganda Daily. It is a true propaganda platform. I truly believe it is propaganda for freedom and good. Um, it, it is not perfect at this point. It is purely growing. I am experimenting with this medium. I am trying to improve the quality, improve the, the value. So I just wanted to revisit that and just re-articulate what my ethos is, what my goals of this project are. 
I am a pleb. I am not a developer. I am not super well connected. I have been around for years lurking and uh, never showing my face or never really getting directly involved other than um, some mining early on and again currently small scale obviously but i felt like i needed to do more and that's hence why i'm putting myself out there uh not always in the most polished way but with very good intentions it's not to say that i won't make missteps in this process um i do intend to attempt to monetize in ways that are ethical and I'm sure I may will make missteps when I get to that point. And if I do, I hope you criticize me and straighten my my path. Uh, but that all being said, I want to transition to another area. Um, this has come up on a lot of discussions on the open forums that are hosted on Nostra Nests. And that is, as we approach this adoption of Bitcoin, we have a lot of things that let us know that this next bull run uh, is probably going to be significant, not just from, let's say, the price of Bitcoin as measured in USD or other fiat currencies, but just from the publicity of it. We have had a lot of things change. We have the presence of BlackRock, which has now flipped the narrative in, in those circles from a very uh, Bitcoin will boil the oceans and it's just for money laundering and criminals. To it's a hope it potentially could be the largest uh, single currency in the world and other things like that. So that corporate huge juggernaut that is BlackRock and everything else that's going to follow after BlackRock um, will drive masses to be interested in Bitcoin. It is my purpose and my mission to try to steer as many of those people to better ways of handling Bitcoin. Um, hopefully understanding things like KYC purchasing of Bitcoin and cold storage and self-custody. But I will not be dogmatic. I will not be one to say that you must do it this way. Uh, you must have 100% self-custody. You must use this specific wallet. Because I feel like that is counterintuitive. Many of these people will not be technical and they will not uh, have the background to always do the best practices. But it is my objective, and I feel like should be also of yours, is to at least get them to the best possible place that they can given those circumstances. If that is having an ethical Bitcoin focused exchange that's KYC'd, and that I know is a changing target, but that could be step number one. And then step number two could be getting them from that to some form of self-custody, be it a soft wallet or some form of cold storage that's good enough. I don't want to get into the debates between all the different wallets. I, I currently, right in front of me, have a, a Jade, a cold card, and a Ledger. And frankly, at this point, um, the two that I mainly have experience with, cold card and Ledger, I think are viable options. One being more technically challenging for a lot of people, another being more simple. There are trade-offs with both of those things. Simplicity normally does come at some risk. Convenience does come with risk. But no coin is the greatest risk, and 100% KYC'd 
uh, or I should rephrase that, 100% custody by some third party, which basically means you do not control and therefore do not own the coin, is also the greatest risk. But there are strategies and there are balances to all these things. The greatest risk for any of this is that you lose your ability to ask, access your coins. So there needs to be a lot of uptake in education by all of us. Uh, we need to be open for those newbie questions when they start onboarding onto things like Noster or even Twitter and X. Hopefully we do it in a way that isn't overly arrogant and, and unwelcoming because otherwise we're effectively going to drive these people into BlackRock's hands or other uh, less and advantageous places, you know, the FTXs and the Binance's of the world. Many people are just going to hold their coin there. That is not what, hey, obviously FTX is not an option anymore, but that's the point, though, these rug pull technologies. Uh, we have to, though, be willing to put the work in ourselves to help these people because it's in our own self-interest. There's a lot of people that I think live very much by the cypherpunk, um, you know, uh, old school sort of engineer mindset. And it's sort of, you know, if you can't understand, it's not my problem. But they say they also talk about, you know, hyper Bitcoinization or just the advancement of Bitcoin. I'm sorry, but we have to realize that eventually the uptake will be non-technical people. We are there here and now. A lot of people maybe had a low technical background, but are learning quickly. But there are 8 billion people on the planet that are going to be all at different levels. And I think we, as early adopters, have to be considerate of that and want to help them as best we can and meet them where they are versus expecting them to get to where we think they should be. So that's the end of that preaching about that. Uh, I will be talking about wallets in the future. I will kind of go through my current position on um, a few of them that I've had opportunities to get my hands on. I, I need to use Jade. I need to set it up and, and live with it for a little bit. And I will then probably take uh, focus on the you know Nano, uh, Electro Nano, the Pull Card, and the Jade. Just to put some information out there at this point in time, it's going to change. New new wallets come. The risk profiles, all these different wallets change over time. and But I think that's a good a representation of a viable option. If you think there's something I'm missing, I'm, I'm willing to look into it. I'm probably not going to spend a huge amount of money on buying some of the more uh, outlandish wallets. But if there's something you would like me to look at and put out there, I'll be glad to, to look at that. I uh, I appreciate all the support I've been getting. I have way more downloads than I ever expected and a lot of uh, reposting and just general support on Noster. And a lot of support has been just from showing up to the Propaganda Daily Open Forum, which to kind of give a, an idea of what that's about, and it's not very scheduled at the moment, somewhat random when I have the opportunity, but I will kind of eventually turn it into a regular event my goal there is is a place for anybody and everybody to come to really talk about what they want to. I may provide a topic that I want to get a people's opinion on, but it's really meant to be open and not just be about Bitcoin. It could be about conspiracies or happenings in the world. The main point is it's a place where debate, conversation, and question can be brought without criticism and without hostility, but uh, have a healthy, healthy conversation that is very much missing in the world. 
it's also meant as a place where it does not matter who you are it doesn't not does not matter where you're at in this journey be it a developer a pleb or somebody that literally just showed up and wants to figure out what Noster uh, and Noster Nest is about. I want it to be very much like that, a truly open forum. Please participate if you are uh, interested and want to check it out. And uh, it's where I also get a lot of inspiration of what to talk about and what I think is important. So this is somewhat of the, the plebs and the and Noster's influence on me and where I shape my thoughts and try to then make content uh, based off of that that influence and it's been vital for me to uh, want to keep doing this and and attempting to make it better and more valuable provide value in some form to the community and uh, it, it, it's it's great i actually enjoy it it's one of the, my favorite things to do um, once i discovered uh nostra nest i was kind of hooked <laughs> i had to learn to balance it out i I can't be doing it all day because it gets unhealthy, but it's been really fun. And if you haven't done a nest, please join one of uh, mine or any of them for that matter, because they are pretty damn fun. They they really blow blow a lot of the other similar platforms out of the water just because they're much more free flowing. It seems like they're a little bit less about watching some people, you know, on stage have a conversation. You just are an audience. It's more of a everybody's participating. It's kind of a free for all. But there's a good culture there that keeps it organized and and very uh, engaging. That being said, uh, yeah, I think some discussions on on exchanges and wallets are going to be uh, in play in some future episodes. I definitely am going to be trying to get that conversation going in the open forums and on Nostra in general, just to get a variety of opinions on all sides of the arguments. And I will be talking a lot about risk and risk profiles because that's something that I think is not discussed because everybody has a different risk profile. Somebody's threat may be the government stealing it from them. And maybe uh, we all have the threat of rug pulls from exchanges. And But then there's also the idea that there are circumstances where having everything in immediate access uh, through self-custody can be too risky due to physical threats. Uh, and then there's, you know, there's also obviously multi, multi-sig solutions, but that may be technologically out of reach. And uh, I want to explore all that. And I, I have a background in risk management, so I will definitely be thinking about it from building out individuals' risk profiles and then coming up with mitigating strategies of utilizing the available options to have a good strategy in your life. Because... Everybody is not the same. Everybody's risk profile is not the same. The jurisdiction they live in is not the same. Their technical skill sets not the same. And we have to take that all into account. There is no one size fits all. I, for myself, I use a very uh, diverse strategy that it involves uh, having a little bit of custodial, having a lot of uh, self-custody, but I spread my, uh, my eggs out. I don't have them all in one basket. And that's my personal strategy. Not everybody wants to necessarily have to deal with all the keeping track of everything, but I'm fine with it and it works for me. Uh, like I said, everybody's different. So I want to talk about uh, in the future conversations about that risk. Uh, if you're comfortable talking about some of your strategies, maybe not getting into exact details, just some of your thought process. I'd be very interested in listening to that on, on Nostra Nest or just posts about it. So at me if you have something to say about it. 
and uh, you know we'll keep the conversation going on because I will it will evolve over time as technology changes and as the landscape continues down its path. And that's that's more or less I think all I'm going to talk about in this episode. Just a little bit of a reintroduction, I think, and kind of going over where we've been at in the Nosterland and and just news in general. I think this whole ETF thing has sort of sucked a lot of air out of the room everybody's sort of waiting is it going to happen is it not going to happen obviously everybody's predicting it probably will happen before the having which we have a little bit of time but it's coming very quickly uh that that's in blackrock's best interest because I, there's a historical pump on the bitcoin price when the having happens and if you're gonna form an etf you definitely want it to be going up not down when you launch that etf because got to get people into that vehicle <laughs> you don't want you don't want the outflows. So I, I, I predict it will happen before the having. Um, I don't know how soon, maybe next year. I don't know, but it is something going on. I, there will be many battles fought after that. We still have, you know, this BIP 300 thing, which just seems like it never wants to die. Um, I still really don't have any opinion on it, even, even though it, my, my stance is it's kind of silly because it seems like it's trying to fix problems that don't exist. I don't view the idea of, letting shitcoin code or you know copy pasta into the side chain um on bitcoin is is gonna somehow improve things because i view 99 percent of all the other projects to just be coming up with solutions for problems that don't even exist and then getting vc hype or just general you know ico bullshit hype around a coin to make some money for some individuals or some 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 companies that's pushing it so I'm not saying all the projects are are that, but a big chunk of them are. I'm very much a maxi. I do think, though, smart contracts and things like that were, are going to have a place eventually, but they have to actually be solving a, a real-world problem, and the market itself will go, okay, yeah, this is solving my problem. This is working. I just don't think we're there yet. Money right now is the big problem, and that's being solved. It's just taking time. So we'll see how that unfolds. I'm kind of hoping it dies out because it's kind of getting boring. I'm running out of meme ideas to shit on uh, BIP 300, but maybe you'll come up with some and send them to me. But that, that'll that be it for today. I uh, hope to see you on a nest uh, maybe Friday or Saturday of this week. This will be, this is Friday right now when I'm recording this. This will be going up um, probably in the afternoon on that Friday. 9-15-2023. And I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will catch you on the flip side. For well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has constricted vast human and material resources into the building of a hyper-knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Preparations are concealed, not published. It's a 
stakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.